Hey, it's your neighborhood preacher. Thank you for tuning back in again. Listen, I want you to know that I love you. I appreciate you uh, tuning in and listen. Uh, live and effect, I always say nothing but the best. We are giving you nothing less than keeping it real here. I uh, appreciate uh, uh, Podcast Central. Uh, for letting me do this. And listen, God is doing something amazing in our lives. I want you to journey with me as we continue our second session on building our life in Christ. Uh, This is going to get really uh, amazing. And every time you listen in, if you can get a notepad, you can write down the scriptures. That way you can reference them and you can go back to them and say, hey, what was he saying? And uh, you can develop uh, memory. You can remember what's going on and you can keep those things in your heart because listen, what you don't remember is not going to stay with you. What you don't remember is not going to stay in your heart. And, and I'll tell you right now, uh, only those things that we remember and keep close to our heart is what we're going to practice and do. Father, we thank you for this moment. We thank you for this time. I thank you for Podcast Central LA for making this possible. I thank you for your goodness. I thank you for pouring out your mercy and grace. I thank you for the power of your Holy Spirit to touch us in our point of need. Father, I pray for those that are struggling. I pray for those, Lord, that find themselves weak. Lord, you said where we are weak, you become strong. I thank you, Father, for where you said where we find ourselves poor, you become rich. Right now, you are our God. Show yourself strong in our life. That's a prayer I'm always going to pray to you, Lord, because it is you who can show up and show off. We just give you all the glory. Continue to use me, Lord God, to guide and lead your people as we all transform into the image of your son, Jesus Christ. Amen. Listen, turn, if you will, or write down the scripture, 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17. I'm going to get there myself. And uh, get ready. Put on a seatbelt because I'm telling you right now, we're going for a ride. Listen, the new year has uh, approached. And with that being said, there is many challenges, many endeavors and and issues um, that are going to arise. But listen, uh, Jesus says, do not fear because he's already overcome the world. And if you have faith and you maintain your faith and you keep leaning on God, remember, With all your heart, trusting in him, acknowledge him in all your ways. The Bible says that he's going to direct your paths. So this is a new year. And we definitely uh, not only need to acknowledge him, but remember what we learned uh, in, in, in Proverbs. We learned to not be wise in our own eyes and depart from evil so that he will give us health to our flesh and strength to our bones. And look at what 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17 says, as I continue to remind you that God has been in the beginning of your life before you were even born. He knows the plan for your life. He knows exactly what you're going to undergo this year. He knows the trials and the tribulations. And it's going to be tough to count it all joy. It's, better, it's easier said than done. But I'm going to tell you, with God, all things are possible. 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he has become a new creation. I wish I could tell you that uh, January 1st marks a new beginning, but it doesn't for our life. It marks a new year. I'm going to say that again. Your neighborhood preacher is going to keep it real with you. And I'm going to let you know that January 1st 
means it's the beginning of a new year. It is not necessarily a beginning of a new you. Not a new life. Not a new way. It's a new calendar year. For many of us, it's special. It's important because what we do is we let that be the starting point of something great in our life. I want you to know that you are great. And there's a saying that it's better to start than to never really get started. I want you to know that God wants to direct your paths. He has a purpose and a plan for you this year. But the Bible tells me, therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. You see, I think a lot of times we look up to God and we hope for a better life. We say, well, you know, God, I'm in trouble now. I'd like for you to really come through. You know, God, I, in this moment, now I'll say it again, in this moment, I believe in you. So I expect my life to radically change. I expect things to become new. What am I doing here? I am trampling and preparing you so that you understand something very powerful here. We have so much hope in this coming year. Therefore, if anyone in Christ. I want you to stay in Christ this year. I want you to lean on God this year. I want you to learn about the red letters in the Bible when Jesus begins to talk, the principles of Christ and how he thinks and how he moves and what he said and what he did. But I want it to overtake your heart where you remember in Proverbs that you're to trust in the Lord with all your heart, lean not on your own understanding, but acknowledge God in all your ways. Listen, God wants to overtake your life. He wants to shape and mold you. But this year is going to be amazing if you let him do it. See, the reality is, is that sometimes we want comfortability rather than to conform. Sometimes we want uh, our way that's pleasing for the moment rather than sacrificing so that God can do something greater. I want you to know that you can be a new creation today, right now, in this very moment. Even if you've drifted off, even if you feel like the fire is not burning under you, in Jesus' name, I empower you to believe that he has not forsaken you, he has not done with you, and he's faithful to complete what he started in you. Therefore, if anyone in Christ... He is a new creation. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things become new. He didn't say some things. He didn't say, behold, a little bit becomes new. He didn't say, behold, some of your life is going to become new. This is a radical life-changing message that if anyone in Christ, he is a new creation, old things have passed away. You might say, well, the things that, I don't want to do. I keep finding myself doing that old man, those old behaviors, those old ways of thinking. I am still having challenges to put away. Listen, Paul, the apostle who revolutionized and flipped the world upside down as an apostle, a disciple of Christ with no phone, no cell phone, no car, 
He traveled the world, flipped the world upside down because of his passion and love for Christ. He calls himself in the book of Romans, O wretched man that I am, who will deliver me from this body of death? Paul reminds us of a thorn we call a thorn in the flesh that he was having trouble with, that he just couldn't get perfection. But he realized that every downfall, he realized that every struggle, he realized that every time he failed, it was to lead him back to his faith in Christ. Listen, Paul reminded us in our walk with God, be like a boxer in our race of faith, not to beat at the air and swing at everything, but to be a boxer and to make our punches count. Paul reminded our race of faith like it's going to need to be this year, like a marathon runner. He says, you have a need of endurance. This life and this walk of faith is not a sprint, my friends. The Neighborhood Preachers wants to remind you that you are going to need God for endurance, especially to maintain your faith. You are not alone. And the things that you find yourself doing that you don't want to do, listen, you're, you're right in line with the Apostle Paul and myself. I want you to know that if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. I want you to understand that there's going to be some behavior, some adjustments, some ways of thinking. Yeah, they're going to pop back up. Yeah, they're going to get in the way sometimes. But me and you have the ability, the power with inside of us. God has already placed his spirit inside of you. Therefore, if anyone in Christ, now you are a new creation. It's like getting a computer. And you got a brand new hard drive and you got a brand new system, but there's no programs on it. You got to down, download Microsoft uh, Excel and Microsoft Word, and Microsoft Office, and all of these different programs, right? Depending on what it is that you want to do. You are the computer, and God wants to download nothing but amazing things inside of you according to His Word and according to His ways. But as long as you got that old software running, you know, the one that says infected, <laughs> the one that says malware, <laughs> the one that says, you know, your computer's about to crash. Listen, we need to purge ourselves and uninstall the things that are holding us back, the ways of thinking, the behavior, the mentality, the mindset, the attitude. You can do it. I did it and I'm doing it. Do I struggle? Yeah. Do I have some setbacks? Yeah. That's all a part of this life and this walk with God. What would an all-star game be? What would a basketball, football game, what, what would any challenge be without one team getting some, the other team getting a little more, the other team getting some, the other team coming back? What would it be? <laughs> I mean, people aren't called the underdog for no reason. That means that they've, you know, they've had some losses. He's the underdog. But how exciting is it when the underdog wins? Listen, me and you sometimes are the underdog, but we're going to win this year. 2021 can't hold me and you back. Therefore, if anyone in Christ, he's a new creation. You know, 
The reality is your neighborhood preacher wants to remind you that some people just don't want to change. They're not happy with who they are. They're not happy with where they're at. But they're not willing to put in the work to make anything better. We call them murmurers, complainers. You know, some people have their hand out for change rather than making the steps necessary, strengthening themselves, empowering themselves. And listen, all it takes is one step at a time. You can't get up a flight of stairs by hopping from one step up to the 50th. How does that even make sense? Who even wants to do that? We're not kangaroos. We haven't been created to be something else. We've been created in the form of the image of God, in the image of his son. And God wants to walk with us. You know, the only time that I ever saw God run was, you know, uh, mimicking a story of uh, the prodigal son. You know, when we returned back to, when he returned back to the father, the, the, the Bible says that the father ran to him. Listen, we don't always need to have strong failures and, and setbacks so that God can keep running to us and we can keep running to him. Let's walk with God this year. 2 Corinthians 5.17 says, Therefore, if anyone in Christ is a new creation, old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. Listen, God is with us every step of the way. We have some baggage. We have some regrets, some mistakes. We have some things in 2020 that need to stay in 2020. I want you to journey with me to Proverbs chapter 16, verse 3, and I want to teach you a little bit about man and his plan. The Bible says in Proverbs 16, verses 3, commit your works to the Lord and your thoughts will be established. Look at what he says. He says, commit your works, everything that you do to the Lord and your thoughts will be established. You know what keeps you up in the middle of the night? It's not always a car alarm. It's not always the barking dog. Most of the time, it's your thoughts. That can change for you and me. That anxiety can leave. That depression, that oppression, that anxiousness can leave once you commit your works to the Lord. You see, the thing is, is sometimes uh, I would be in a situation where I would half-heartedly commit my work to the Lord. I knew God was God. I knew he was for me. I knew he wanted to direct my path. I knew he had a better way for me. I knew in my goal, I wanted to achieve this, but I wasn't fully committing my work to the Lord. Therefore, my mind would wander. We can't afford for our minds to be in between two opinions this year. We must establish our mindset, focus on it, and attack it like a pit bull. We must go after it. And I challenge you this year to make small goals that you can just eat up. 
small goals that you can just overtake, small goals that you can just start to say, huh, look, look at me, look at me, I'm eating better, look at me, I'm going to bed at a, at a better time, I'm sleeping better, L- look at me, I'm, I'm not drinking, uh, look at me, I'm not smoking, look at me, I'm making a change in my life. Why? Because everything that we seek to better ourselves apart from God, God can do it better. I'm going to say it again. Everything that we seek for ourselves, for our own satisfaction, for our own, God can do it better. Everything we use to fill that part of our life of loneliness, pain, struggle, relaxation, peace of mind, listen, God can do it better. He says, commit your works to the Lord and he'll establish your thoughts. Look at verse 9 in the same chapter, Proverbs 16, verse 9. A man's heart plans his way, but the Lord directs his steps. I want you to know that man can plan all that he wants, but the Lord's going to have his way. I think in this year, Our best interest is to stop fighting God's plan for our life. Oh, man, well, that means I'm going to have to be some kind of preacher. That means I'm going to have to, like, give to the poor. That means that I'm going to have to, like, go to church. That means that, but listen, any of those things, if you really stop being selfish, how are they bad for you? How will they not elevate your life anyways? Listen, not everybody's called to preach. Not everybody's called to teach. Not everybody's called to be an evangelist prophet. Not everybody is called to be an apostle. Not everybody is called to do what I'm doing or what you're doing. But uniquely, God has a plan for your life. And it is much higher and better than your way. The Bible tells us here that the the heart of man plans his way, but the Lord directs his steps. Listen, the heart can be deceiving. The heart can get sick. Have you ever heard of love sick? You know where you fall in love or you think you're in love with a man or a woman and all of a sudden your world revolves around that. You know, I think that the reality is is that our heart can sometimes lead us astray. The reality is that I want to teach you, you have a spirit that lives within you. Remember 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17. Therefore, if anyone in Christ, meaning that you have believed that Christ died for you and you died with your old life with him. And as Jesus Christ resurrected, you also believe you're resurrecting into the newness of life, walking with God. I think what we need to do is erase the mentalities that we had when our parents made us go to church or family members would drag us in for Christmas or Easter, or we would have, you know, these experiences um, with God that, that we remember that we just don't like. Listen, we can't create a God in the form of our own image. We must acknowledge him for who he is. The neighborhood preacher wants to encourage you to put off the old man. Put off the old. He says, he says, therefore, if anyone in Christ, he said, you're a new creation. He said, he said, old things have passed away. Behold, all things become new. We need a new start. I need a new start. You have no idea the failures 
the mistakes, the catastrophic mistakes I made in 2020. My God. Thank you, God, for giving me another chance to become new. Listen, Christ is never, ever done with us like that person was in your life. Christ never turns his back on us like that person or that thing. I want to teach you right now, before I let you go, on how we can build our house, our life on the rock. Listen, you remember the story of the three little pigs? That little elementary nursery rhyme, that little story that said, I'm going to huff and I'm going to puff and I'm going to blow your house down. That's life. It huffs and it puffs and it's ready to blow your world apart. All kinds of circumstances in life is just like the story of the three little pigs. And what was the most important thing that we remember about the houses and the three little pigs? It's how they built their house that enabled them to stand before the big bad wolf. There's a big bad wolf of life. And I'm telling you right now, it's not a matter of if it comes. It's a matter of when it comes. Neighborhood preachers keeping it real with you that life is going to hit you left and right. You're going to have to duck and dodge, bob and weave. But either way, a man's work and his life will be tested. The Bible says that your work will be tested by the fire. And I want to leave you with Matthew chapter 7. This is going to bless your whole world right now. Matthew chapter 7, verse 24. And this is Jesus talking. He says, therefore, who hears these sayings of mine and does them. I'm going to do a lot of repetition because that's what I believe in. That is what has enabled me to walk with the word of God and apply it. Therefore, Jesus is saying, whoever hears these sayings of mine and does them, I will make him, I will liken him to a wise man who built his house on the rock. And the rain descended, the floods came, and the winds blew and beat on that house, and it did not fall, for it was founded on the rock." But everyone who hears these sayings of mine and does not do them will be like a foolish man who built his house on the sand. And the rain descended and the floods came and the winds blew and beat on the house and it fell and great was its fall. The last five years, I was building my house on the sand. And I'm telling you right now, probably another country could hear my life when it fell to the ground. This year coming, we cannot afford to be building, making mistakes on the sayings of others, on good little speeches and sayings on Instagram, good little beliefs from uh, our, our, our buddies who believe in the stars and the galaxy and just say, ask the universe for it. Well, who made the universe? <laughs> Why don't we go to him? <laughs> You cannot afford to build your life and build your house, your way of living, your being, your family, your, your, your endeavors, your goals, your dreams, whoever you are, you cannot afford to build it on sand. The Bible teaches us it's not a matter of 
if the storm's going to come. It's a matter of when the storm comes and beats on the house and the wind begins to blow. Your work is going to be tested. I want you to understand, Jesus Christ couldn't be more simpler and more sweeter and more precious to me. He says, Daniel, say your name, whatever your name is, say, whatever your name is, say, if I listen and do the sayings of Jesus Christ, he'll make me like a wise man who built his house on the rock. You want a superficial foundation in your life? Do you want to keep faking it to make it? You want to keep making it look good, but avoiding the real work that you need to do in your life? Or do you want to build a foundation that cannot be shaken? Listen, I've had highs and lows. I've had success and defeats. I've had setbacks and bounce backs. But I'm going to tell you right now, there is only one way to build your life. I'm not against anybody, their religion. I'm not against any belief that uh, people want to choose to do. I'm not against that. Uh, I know there's a better way because I've done it. I know there's a better way and it works. It doesn't just work for me. I said it last time in, in one of my messages that people have come up with this in songs and music and in the hood that if you're scared, go to church. Well, my challenge is homeboy, <laughs> homegirl. <laughs> if you're scared, stay at home. If you're scared, stay at home and don't come to church. Don't lift up your hands. Don't lift up your voice and don't trust God because you're scared. You're scared to let go of that life you think you're in control with, but, but it's a mess. Listen, if you're scared, go to church. I'm going to tell you right now, sometimes standing before the presence of other people and going to church is one of the most hardest things in the world. Especially to raise your hands to the king of glory, the king of kings. He's worthy to be praised. But yet, some of us are scared to do that. Let us develop a strength and a muscle and a heart for God. Let us build our life on the rock. You know who the rock is? Jesus. Listen, he's withstood the test of time, if you ask me. Whether he's popular or not, I mean, the word of God is the, is, is the highest, most popular, biggest selling book of all time. It's still changing people's life if you let it. Listen, the last so many years, I was giving my life to the world. And I really wanted to see what the world could do for me. I almost want to laugh as hard as I can right now because it did nothing. All my effort, all my drinking, all my smoking, all the things I was doing to try to run from pain, run from God, run and make my own life and my own kingdom. Let me tell you something. It did nothing for me to fulfill fantasies, to try to, to, try to do this, hide this, um, accomplish this. Listen, it gave me nothing worthwhile. The Bible says there's nothing new under the sun. Come on, give me a comment. Tell me what's new. Give me a comment. A virus? What? What? A pestilence? A famine? Come on, there's nothing new under the sun. 
God knows it all. He's the beginning and the ending, the alpha and the omega. You know, uh, I, I love Hebrews chapter 12, verses 1 and 2. It says, Since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witness, let us lay aside every sin and weight that easily ensnares us, looking to our author and finisher of our faith, Jesus Christ, for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame. Now he is set at the right hand of the Father, God. There's people that have gone before you. There's people that have ministered to you before. People have told you about Jesus before. There's people that maybe they're not in your life or they've already gone to be with the Lord. Listen, we're surrounded by heavenly angels and by people that have gone before us. They're counting on us. They are betting on us to get this right. And you only got one shot. You got one shot at this life. We have put our faith in everything, people, things, belief systems, work. All of our plans have come to nothing. But Jesus says, if you'll listen to these sayings of mine, as a neighborhood preacher is telling you and reminding you, these aren't my sayings. This isn't what I'm about uh, because I'm God. This is, this is what I believe by his word, by his ways. I've seen him transform my life and lift me up into a place that I've never thought or imagined. It's time that you listen to the sayings of Christ and do them. He will make you into a wise man. All of a sudden, you will change and your life will be built on the rock and there will be nothing that can shake you. It didn't say that you're not going to feel the wind. You're not going to feel the rain. But it said, you will not have a fall. You will not be washed away. That your foundation will be founded on the rock. You want a superficial life foundation? Or you want a foundation that is founded on the rock in your home, your relationships, your careers, your career, uh, your goals, your dreams? Come on. Sleeper, don't be afraid to dream again. Don't be afraid to believe again. It's not too late for you. God can restore anything. Listen, I cry with those crying and I rejoice with those rejoicing. I love you. Your neighborhood preacher has been given a call and I've been called to motivate you, encourage you, and remind you of what God can do. Listen what Paul says in Galatians chapter 2 verse 20. He says, the life that I now live in this flesh, I live in faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. Did you just hear what I'm saying? Did you just hear what I said? Paul said that the life that I now live, I live in this flesh. I live in faith in the Son of God. You can't put faith in man. You can't put faith in your, your job. You can't put faith in in the circumstances of life, you got to put faith in this new life that you're now journeying into with your new endeavors and goals and dreams and ambitions and desires, wants and needs, acknowledging God in all your ways, trusting in him as he directs your path. You must maintain and sustain your faith. He says, do not cast off your faith for there is great reward in it. Listen, faith is what it's all about in this life 
It's about believing through every circumstance what God can do, finding out what he can do according to his word. What does Jesus say about it? And conforming into the image of Christ. You know, the Bible teaches us that our life is hidden in Christ. Mark 8.34 says that he who desires to save his life will lose it. But if you lose it for my sake and the gospels, you will find it. I'm sorry to tell you, friend, there is no other way around this. Your life will never be satisfied and happy. And your, your, your smile will not be cheek to cheek until you start walking and the purpose that God has for you. Does that mean that you're defeated right now? Does that mean that it's too late right now? Does that mean that, oh man, you got a long ways? It doesn't matter if you got a long ways to go. This is a marathon, not a sprint. Let's get it going. Listen, I'm handing you the baton. Now it's your turn to start transforming. It's your, your turn to start believing. And I want you to know, according to Galatians 9, it says, it says, do not faint in well-doing for in due season if you don't lose heart you will reap a reward listen your goals and your dreams and all the things you're aspiring to do in this new year need for you not to faint in well-doing it's not too late whether you're a wife a mother a husband a father a friend son daughter in your career your relationships your dreams listen your neighborhood preacher is here to stir you up, to light a fire, and I hope that I'm doing that. Listen, you are not alone. You got me. Listen, you can send your prayer request. You can just uh, comment what you're believing God for. Listen, I'm going to take that to the throne of God. I'm telling you right now, I will not cease to continue to transform and help you grow in the ways of God. I want you to believe with me, transform with me. It's your neighborhood preacher. I love you. I believe in you. Stay up. Stay prayed up.